So growing up in Northern California, um, I have to say one of the first childhood memories I have of being absolutely awestruck by nature was standing in the shadow of a giant redwood tree. I can still recall looking up and up and up so much my neck hurt that the sensation of the dense but soft bark in my hands and the intense smell, everything so fresh and earthy. Um, it was absolutely awe, kept left me awestruck. Today, I'm fortunate to be here to discuss the gemotherapy extract produced from one of my favorite trees, the giant redwood. And I'm lucky to, enough to be joined by two brilliant colleagues I have with me today, herbalist Terry Brooks. Hi, Terry. Hi, everyone. Pleased to be with you all. I'm um, just going to say today that I'm waiting with bated breath to get some seeds into some dirt so I don't have such clean hands anymore. <laughs> You've got quite a weight still, Terry, in Minnesota, though, don't you? I have an indoor space where I can start long, long season things, so it's good. Okay, beautiful. And acupuncturist Megan Lim. Yes, hi, Lauren and Terry. It's great to be with you both, and thank you, everybody that's joining in. Uh, my name is Megan Lemp, and I practice acupuncture and gemotherapy. Beautiful. And I'm Lauren Hubelay. I'm a health coach, and I'm an expert in gemotherapy. And today, we're going to be discussing giant redwood. First, taking a look at the tree itself and um, what we might want to know about just the tree, the way it grows, and where we might find it. Terry, can you share your wisdom on that? I'd love to. This is a really interesting tree. It's native to California, and it grows on the western slopes of Sierra Nevada, north into Oregon. It grows up to 400 feet tall. So yes, your neck would have been crooked. Although <laughs> <there's> only, <laughs> yeah, only a few rare giant sequoias grow taller than 300 feet. But it's also the giant girth of this tree that is so impressive. It sets it apart from anything else. They're usually more than 20 feet in diameter, up to 35 feet across. And they say six people could lay on the ground head to toe and you know, make it around the tree. And there's nothing else that's that immense. Its lifespan is up to 4,000 years old. Um, and it grows, it grows at a high elevation generally. So somewhere between, let's say, 6,000 and 8,000 feet. But the lifespan, it makes it as if it's a giant fossil. Really, it is. A living fossil that covered the continent 140 million years ago. Of course, conditions were different at that time than they are now. Um, it was determined to be a new species just as late as 1794, which I find sort of remarkable. And it was introduced in other parts of the world around 1840. This conifer's trunk is protected by a thick coating of fibrous fire resistance, outer bark, which is reddish brown. And the lower branches, you know, they're still pretty high up, but they droop slightly. The leaves are like a scale, they call them scale-like leaves, like a cedar tree would be. Um, there is no taproot to this tree, which this is very fascinating. The root only extends 12 to 14 feet below the ground. This tree can grow up to 400 feet. There has to be a way to balance that immense height, and that is done by the roots spreading out over acres 
and the roots support the other redwood trees. So they're all enmeshed among, amongst each other. It has to maintain the equilibrium of the tree that's that tall that weighs nearly 2 million pounds. So these interlocking roots help support the whole growth of the forest. As they grow taller, some of the lower branches break off, um, sometimes due to the lack of sunlight at that low height. And the dead tops often mark the oldest sequoias. They can only reproduce by seed, which sometimes the seeds remain in the cone for up to 20 years. And forest fires help open these cones that allow the seeds to fall to the burnt ground and begin their growth cycle. They say that each tree only needs to produce one maturing offspring over its whole lifespan of several thousand years in order to keep this species persisting. So that tells me that maybe the seeds aren't real viable or that they don't get enough light right away or something, but managing to get one seed over a lifetime to grow is really something special, I think. These flourishing trees that we see now in California, these groves were swaying there around the time of Christ. Wow. It's hard to imagine that. Yes, absolutely. We've talked of other trees that have more like a human lifespan up to 60 to 80 years. So this one's very special. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Are there historical or um, folklore that you'd like to share? Well, I did a little more research because this book does not, or this tree does not show up in a lot of my traditional plant books or my tree books. And I think it's because it was that recent discovery, whereas so many other trees have thousands of years. Um, but its name, Sequoia, it was named for a Cherokee Native American man. His name was Sequoia, spelled differently, S-E-Q-U-O-Y-A-H. He lived from 1767 to 1843. And he was very, they call him a polymath, which is a person that's very, um, has so many different interests and abilities developed over, you know, the, most of the geniuses in the world were polymaths. This man was special because he wrote, he created the only Cherokee writing system that is still used today. And um, it's said that this was unusual, that it may be the only recorded history of a preliterate population that created an original effective writing system. Wow. He wanted to preserve his own culture, which at that time was under very heavy pressure by the influence of Western civilization. Thousands of Native Americans have learned to write with this alphabet, and it is still used. Um, we know that Native American tribes had used this tree to make canoes, for example. And I'm just trying to envision this because they used simple tools, yeah. stones, um, blades, you know, things that they could find in nature to hollow it out and to turn it into something that would be usable on water. Today, Europeans with saws, axes, and dynamite take at least a week to take one of these trees down. So imagine the length of time it took to make one of these water, water vessels. They use the foliage, the sap, and the bark for medicine, and we know that they use it for earaches and to purify the blood and as some use for, as a stimulant and a tonic, but there is not a lot of information available publicly anyway 
I would imagine some of this has been kept in trust within the tribes themselves and maybe an oral tradition. Sure. I'm not sure, but um, it is not easy to find a lot more information on it. It is also a rare plant. It has a limited native habitat and being recently discovered, I think I'll play into the fact that we don't know more about that. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. So what, what would we know about the potential of this extract for healing? Well, I'm just going in my own head here because nobody yeah. really knows. Um, but I think based on what we do know about the plant, that longevity mm -hmm. and balance could be themes related to this tree due to its lifespan. And the fact that its roots, while shallow, are spread out so widely and interconnected. And I also think that um, just the, the height, the, that strength may be another topic that falls into this theme. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would like to compare it to the strength of bones, ligaments, and tendons in that way, or a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, when I first learned about giant redwood um, as an extract in gemotherapy, the phrase that was given with me and stuck with me forever was, it is all about vertical alignment. So that would just match very well with what you're saying, Terry. So when we look at the extract made from giant redwood, and um, it, is, it is truly a tonic, um, the towering, powerful tree just speaks to that. And it's a tonic for the adrenal glands, specifically stimulating cortisol production. So this resolves inflammation and pain. And then it has a secondary action as on the reproductive system as a harmonizer. Very interesting. It works both with men and women. We tend to think of um, giant redwood having a lot of male energy, and it certainly does. And so for men, it improves prostate and testicle health. And, but in women, it also improves uterine and ovarian health. Um, in men, the hormones that are being harmonized regulate libido, erectile function, and sperm production. So if you're working with a male, particularly on um, improving fertility, this is an excellent extract. Or an older male, where the for where um, the libido and erectile function is challenged. Now, with women, the hormones support the function of the uterus and ovaries, their ability to clean and um, remain with healthy tissue, and it protects bone mass. But protects bone mass in both men and women, pro pro promoting stability and health and tendons and ligaments. So we can't support one without the other. Soft tissue and bone support one another and they're intertwined. So if we have an extract that works with soft tissue, it also supporting bones and the same is true in reverse. This extract itself has the highest mineral content of any extract we have in gemotherapy. And this high level of calcium in it, high levels of magnesium and zinc all help with improving the organs that they work on. So when I consider who needs giant redwood, um, uh, these people are always adults. They're more than often male in my practice that will um, 
I will see giant redwood as an option. But also women, women that are pushing themselves very hard, needing to get through particular circumstances, often caregivers, and they're caring for a partner that isn't well, or a parent, aging parent. Um, but there's a physical or emotional drive to keep going, even when the body's exhausted. Um, any male challenge with prostate inflammation, this is the number one extract I use, and um, anyone struggling with exhaustion. Acutely, you can use giant redwood along with something like um, mountain pine if you're um, a mature adult or silver fir if you're a young child for any um, sprains or breaks and they will help improve um, that area, reduce inflammation, speed recovery. There, it's also a really good post-sport recovery um, extract. I give it often, um, the two together, and I happen to have some crazy crossfitters in my family who swear by it to use um, right afterwards. I think I need to give them something else to help with this idea of CrossFit, but we'll get onto that later. Um, microdosing, I found that it is extremely, has an extremely tonifying effect on the central nervous system, helping with awareness, focus, concentration, um, good for elderly, but also good for anyone taking exams needing to study for long periods of time. I pair that with oak in those cases. And then for chronic cases, I'm using it later on in the healing process. Again, prostate health comes up, resolving any inflammatory conditions, um, prevention of osteoporosis with women, um, for ovarian conditions, and for mental and physical exhaustion in men or women during a certain period of time. I don't see giant redwood as an extract anyone would take for long periods. And it may be somewhere from uh, a few weeks to eight or 10 weeks that would help. And then you're, you're, you've gotten what that it can offer you. So that's how I see uh, giant redwood as an extract. Megan, how do you see it from the Asian medicine lens? Yeah, I think what you just said about short-term use is quite interesting because really it's a kidney chi support and kidney operates as a savings account for our body. And so if we dipped into our savings account for long periods of time, there wouldn't be anything left. Yeah, so that's a beautiful explanation of it. Yeah, so uh, giant redwood is a wonderful, wonderful extract. I have had a lot of luck with this extract, primarily with adult men in my practice, and it's a kidney chi tonic. So if we look again at the two sources of chi, we know that there is our prenatal chi, that is the chi that is controlled by kidney. It's what we inherit from our parents or our ancestors, very closely linked with the brain and maybe our genetics or DNA, and it controls the movement as we move through transition in our life. So it controls our development as a baby, our growth as a child, our puberty, our ability to reproduce, and then kidney energy starts to decline as we age. The other source of our chi is called postnatal chi. That's what we make from food, fluid, and breath. And these two sources of chi are fundamental in maintaining health because in Asian medicine, 
we can look at them as a savings and a checking account. So they're two sides of the same thing. If we look at the foundation of sexual wellness in relationship to this extract from an Asian medical lens, it also depends on the health of the kidney chi. So kidney chi in Asian medicine isn't just the kidney organ, it also includes the adrenal glands. So if we look at kidney functioning as a savings account, and we know that it supports the adrenal glands, we can easily see how giant redwood is so supportive in cases of adrenal fatigue or any case of exhaustion, any case where we need to dip into our savings account, we need a little bit of increased stamina or a little shot of vitality. And if kidney is a savings account, anytime we feel exhausted or you hear people say they're running on empty, it's going to point to some kidney support right away. Uh, in Asian medicine, kidney also controls the ovaries and the genitalia. In fact, the testicles in Asian medicine are in translation, they are translated to external kidneys. Kidney energy controls the anus and the sexual function in general. In fact, it's our source of our sexual vitality. It controls erections, ejaculations, the lubrication of the vaginal tract. Kidney stores and filters all the fluids in the body. It filters the fluids in the body and it resolves edema. It keeps things moving, it keeps things clean, it keeps things stored for when we need them. So when we nourish the kidney and therefore all of our fluids, we're then nourishing our muscles and our tendons. And it's easy to see how that keeping things moving will resolve inflammation. Inflammation as a result of qi not flowing, the fluids are then pooling in one area and not being reabsorbed by the body. And so when we keep things moving and we filter it, the body can reabsorb it. When we look at our emotional world and kidney needing support, you often will hear the word fear associated with kidney. But sometimes that just looks like an overactive fight or flight response. We also know that kidney is associated with our willpower and our determination. Again, when kidney's a little weak, our willpower might be a little weak, we might not be as determined, we might feel defeated. It also has to do with the strength of our memory. Kidneys in charge of the bone and generates marrow. In Asian medicine, marrow has three parts. We have our bone marrow, our spinal marrow, and our brain marrow. So in Asian medicine, the brain is called the sea of marrow. And we can see that redwood by supporting kidney is supporting the strength of the bones and joints and it's nourishing the brain. There's an old text that says if chi in the kidney is plentiful, both the bone, which is kidney support of the body, and the brain, kidney support of the mind, will be strong. Wow, very cool. Sounds like an extract we all can use from time to time. I think so. Wonderful. Megan, if someone wanted to learn more about Asian medicine, where would they go? Yes, there's an excellent, an excellent book. It's an easy read and it describes the theory of Chinese medicine and that is called The Web That Has No Weaver. And your website? Yes, uh, visit my website at acculemp.com. Beautiful. And Terry, about trees, where would they go? Well, if you're particularly interested in this tree, there's a fabulous article online Smithsonian Magazine. The issue was April 2018.
I'm sure you can find it just going there. Fantastic. Great. And if you're looking to learn more about chemotherapy, I offer classes, books, and a lot of information on my blog at laurenhubelay.com. Thank you, ladies. Thank you.